And unfortunately, there are people out there, and it can happen, that a person gets so caught up in his daily life, he's not realizing, he's not internalizing what he's doing. So it could be that his actions are mitzvahs, but at the end of the day, he's doing it for himself. Wherever you get your podcasts from, or our own website, prismoftorah.com. This is The Prism of Torah with Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This week, Harsha's Kisavoy. Happily ever after. In this week's parsha, as we are quickly approaching the Helige Yom Adin Rosh Hashanah, Parsha's Kisavoy, I want to share with you something I saw brought down by Reb Simcha Zissel Zatzal Mikelem in the Sefer called Chochmo Musa. We know the famous question, not a kasha, but a question. It is a kasha, I guess, in a sense. That the parsha says that a person gets so many klalas, so many curses, just because what? Because he was an oived Hashem besimcha. Just because he was an oived Hashem with happiness. As it says in Perik Kavches, Pasuk Memzain, Tachas Hashem lo avadeta es Hashem elokecha besimcha uvetoiv levav mirav koil. That the reason you get these curses is because you did not serve Hashem with gladness and with goodness of heart out of abundance of everything. So the obvious question that many Mephalshim ask, what do you mean? I did all the mitzvahs. I did all the commandments that Kaddish Buchu asked me to do. Okay, so I wasn't doing it happily. I wasn't a happy id. But at the end of the day, I served the Kaddish Buchu. Why are you entitled? You don't want to, why are you entitled to so many curses? How does that make sense? So I want to share with you two different mahalchim. The first one, as I mentioned, is brought down by Reb Simcha Zizel Zetzal. And he says the following. He brings it, he actually brings a mashal, a parable from, from our world. And he, he starts intro, introducing this idea by saying, at the end of the day, the acquisitions made in this world almost are not comparable to the acquisitions we make in the world to come, which is eternal. The acquisitions in this world are so totally different than the acquisitions in, in the world to come, both in kamus and echus, both in quality and quantity. In quality, it's hard for us to even to, to fathom the difference. We don't have musagim in that. But at least in quantity, he brings a mashal to see the difference. He says, even in this world, when a person rents something and he knows it's not him, so obviously... He, his, his simcha, his happiness by owning something is, is limited because it's not really his. Especially when you throw in there that he doesn't even know until what date he can, he can, he can have this, whatever it is. For example, a house. Let's say he's renting a house. He does not know when he's get, especially when he does not know when he's gonna get kicked out of the house. How can he be so happy? Maybe tomorrow he'll be kicked out. So he says, so too is this in this world. And no matter what you have in this world, at the end of the day, let's say it's a rental period because you don't know how long you're going to live. You have no idea what's going to, what's going to, what, what tomorrow is going to bring. You have to seize the moment. But at the end of the day, if you acquire physical things, how can you be happy with them? As opposed to the world to come, every little, every little mitzvah, every little Torah you learn, it's all getting closer to Hashem. It's all acquiring something that is eternal. As we know, this world is limited. It's finite. It's limited by time, as opposed to the world to come. It's infinite. It's above time. It's beyond time. It's not limited by time. So how can we compare? Now, if a person realizes 
that every time he does something spiritual, to understand the Kodesh Buhu more, do a mitzvah, get closer to Hashem by, by learning Torah, by doing a mitzvah, by doing an act of chesed, which can be every moment in our lives, if we think about it. If we have the right frame of mind and the right kavana, that even when we go to sleep, and even when we eat, we're doing it so that we'll have koyach, to be oivet Hashem, that also turns it into a mitzvah. So out of just wasting our time, if we have just the right kavana, we, we switch something from being finite to being infinite, to being eternal. That's why this world is called Chayesha. And the person that all he has is this world is an Amaret, is connected to the land. But a person is a Ben Oilam Haba, is a son of the world to come. A person that his whole life here, he's always trying to figure out how to connect more, more to the world to come. And of course, this idea of connecting to Hashem is every, every moment in our lives. Just, we just have to be aware of it. And once we're aware of it, we can flip every moment in our lives. As we said, be it sleeping, being, say, being eating. If we do it with the right kavana to have strength to, to do more mitzvahs, that turns it into a hechsha mitzvah. It becomes a mitzvah itself. Perhaps that's another thought about the idea of mitzvah goreh's mitzvah. That one mitzvah leads you to do another mitzvah. And chas v'shalom the opposite. Even just saying, smiling to another Yid, saying a good word to give him some, some confidence, to, to make him feel good, or when you see another Yid is feeling down, to, 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 give, him, to give him a hug, to, to, to tell him something that will, will, will lift his spirits, that's a huge mitzvah. Every moment like that can be something eternal. Now having said that, this idea of Simcha says, says Reb Simcha Zissel, it's not the fact that you didn't do, you weren't over the Shem Simcha. It's not the Simcha itself that's causing you to get these curses. But rather, if you realized what you were doing, and you realized you're, you're, you're now being over the Shem, and you're connecting to Kaddish Bokhu, and through that Hashem is going to connect to you and give you eternal life for every mitzvah you do, every Torah you learn, every word of Torah you learn, then of course that natural outcome and ripple effect of that is going to be true happiness because you're going to realize wow I'm doing something in my life this is not something that's going to evaporate rather this whole world is just a hallway that HaKadosh set up for me as Mesilas Yeshav in the Ramchal says it's just Hashem set up the world because Hashem just wanted to make you feel good he wanted to give you eternal good and he knew you'd be embarrassed if you get eternal good without earning it so he gave you this world as a hallway to be zaycheh, to merit and have the opportunity to get all these credit points so that you'll have oilam abba and you won't feel bad about getting it. And if you realize that and you appreciate that, then it's one-to-one. It's obvious the ripple effect and the result of that will be that you'll be happy. And hence, and hence, says Rabbi Simcha Zizl Zatzal, that if you're not happy, that's like a hundred witnesses screaming out that you're not doing something right. Because either you don't appreciate what Hashem has given you, or, even worse than that, even though you think you're being oived Hashem, it must be that you're not inter- internalizing that fact, and you're really oived yourself. You're being worshipping yourself. 
And he says, it's even merumas, it's hinted in the Pasuk, because the Pasuk says, the reason you're getting these curses, so if you read the Pasuk as one flow, a consistent flow, it says, a continuous flow, the reason you're getting these curses is because you weren't being over the Shem with happiness. But really, you can also punctuate it a bit differently, and say it like this, you weren't being over the Shem. Comma after that. Meaning who you're oived? Yourself. And unfortunately there are people out there, and it can happen, that a person gets so caught up in his daily life, he's not realizing, he's not internalizing what he's doing. So it could be that his acts and his actions are mitzvahs. But at the end of the day, he's doing it for himself. He's doing it for his kavod, for his honor. He feels good about it. But you have to have the right perspective. When you have the right perspective and you internalize what life is all about, and especially in this world, this world is a hechitinsi, is an opportunity for us to connect to Hashem, to get internal life. Hashem loves us. That's why He gave us this opportunity. Hashem just wants to be native. And that's why we also want to try to mimic what HaKadosh Buhu is doing for us and help other Jews also. But He just wants to give us Ulam chesed It's 100% an act of chesed, Hashem created this world and this hall is supposed though, for us to have the opportunity to connect to Kaddish Buhu. And this Simcha says, says Rav Simcha Zisli, it continues to say that every time you do a mitzvah, every time you learn more about Kaddish Buhu and connect him more and you do a mitzvah, that rejuven, that should rejuvenate your Simcha. When you internalize what you're doing and you realize what life is all about. People that are truly immersed in realizing what they're here for and concentrating to make sure they seize the moment, you could see what true happiness is all about. Not from all these physical things out there, which the Western, Western world is trying to, to, to put into us, but rather it's all the acts of, that are spiritual. And even if we do a physical act, but we inject into it spirituality, like eating meat and, and drinking wine on Yom Tov, for Simchas Yom Tov, a Sudas Mitzvah, that also changes to be a Mitzvah. And through that we rejuvenate our Simcha. He goes on to say that that's Pshat in the Gemara Sanhedrin, Daf Tzadi Vav Hamud Aleph, that it says about Avro Mitzchav Yaakov, Shiratsu Lefanai Kesusim. They ran in front of me like horses. Why? Because all their days they ran after Kadosh Buchu to connect more to Hashem through their Torah and Mitzvahs, and they want to know more and more, and through that they got more and more Simcha. With this we can add on the idea that the Ba'is Sheni, the second temple, was was destructed because of Sinas Chinam, which was hatred for no reason, a Jew hating another Jew, for not a justified reason. Which obviously, what's what's the depth of that? It means a person really is just thinking about himself, he's, he's loving himself, and therefore he's not being oivet Hashem, he's being oivet himself. And you see that also when it comes to gaiva, when a person thinks so much of himself, so he puts other people down. It also is the same root as when a person gets angry. If a person gets angry, why does he get angry? Because he, he thought he's running the world, everything should work the way he planned, but it's not. So he gets upset, how come he says this and he says that? But if you realize you're only here, everything over here we know, once again, the, the famous idea... It's an optical illusion. It's all a setup for you to see how you're going to behave in every situation so you have freedom of choice. Then you'll take it easily. They say in Hebrew, just tizom, tizom. 
Just go with the flow because HaKadosh Baruch Hu put you here. Don't get upset. You have to realize what life is all about, especially in this world. It's just a Hechitim. It's an opportunity for, for you to connect, to do Torah Mitzvahs and get, the, get a, a big part in the world to come. The Rav of Arkehilo of Kornfeld, the Gon of Kornfeld Shlita, he said that he went to a big, big Rabonim this past week and they all said the same idea to him. He asked them, what do you think I should get the Kehilo to work on? And they all said, to be lavir al midoisav, which means even though someone hurt you, even though something crazy happened to you, just just forgive, forgive. Don't get upset. Just go with the flow. The same idea. Why? It's the same thing. The Gemara says that a person does that even sins that he did pshaav ma'avirim lo pshaav. All all his sins are being erased when he acts in such a way. Why? Because you're proving to Hashem, I'm not in charge. I'm not even myself. I'm worshipping HaKadosh Buhu, Einod Milvadoi, and HaKadosh Buhu, and you should be happy no matter what comes your way, which of course is an avoid. I'm not saying this is an easy thing to do, but this is what we want to try to excel, and at least we have to strive to reach that level to realize what life is all about. HaKadosh Buhu has given us the opportunity to have to have a chilek in Oilam Abba, something eternal, and every moment we have in life, that's what it's all about. If we realize that, then of course we're going to be happy. Ah, it's hard, the kids, and this, the work, it doesn't matter. It's all part of a game that Gajibur is setting up in our favor. As the Mishilas Yesharim says in his Akdama, he wants us to have the opportunity with the Kodesh Buch, with the Shechina. And if we eternalize that, of course we're going to have true happiness. I just want to say that Yiratzon, that will Yekuyam Banu Akosuv, Vetaher Libeinu Leovdecha Beemes, and through that will be Zoiche to true Simcha. I would like to just end with the story. It's true. I said the story already two times, but I want to bring it in from a different perspective. This idea of simcha. If you realize and internalizing what you're doing. And I'll say it in very short, in a couple of words. But once upon a time, there was a contractor and he was doing amazing. Again, this is a very short version. The only reason he was doing amazing is because this, he had this unbelievable carpenter. Without getting into the details, he was very unique and creative. And it, and it wasn't a secret. Everyone knew it was thanks to this carpenter that this contractor was able to sell many, many projects. And he became a very big gvir, a very rich person thanks to this. After 20 years working together, suddenly this carpenter calls, calls up the contractor and says, I'm really sorry, that's it, I'm old. It's hard for me to carry the doors. I want to be spending more time with my family. The contractor says, please, please, one more project. The, contra- the, the carpenter says, I'm sorry, this is my will. I'm asking you to respect it. That's it. I've reached the date that I realize it's time to go into pension. I, I don't want to continue working. At that point, the contractor says, I understand it's your honor that I respect your will, fine. Two days later, once again, the contractor calls the carpenter and says, I understand, I respect you. I thought about it a lot. All I'm asking you to do one more, one more house. What's one house for you? Please, please do one more house. That's all I'm asking you. The carpenter didn't know what to do. On the one hand, he has such a kalsatov. He appreciated all that, all his pranasa for the past one years because it was because of this with the contractor. So he said to him, you know what? Fine, I'll do it. On the other hand, he didn't really want to do it. So he said he'll do it. But in his mind, he said, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to cut corners every time I can. Every time I can. 
And so that's what happened. Finally, after a couple of good months, he worked really hard. They finished the house. And everything to do with wood, which was the carpenter's responsibility, he did it as they say in Hebrew over here, alapanim. Really not in a good way. It was even a bit dangerous. Eh, nothing, nothing was high quality. It was always the cheap, cheap materials and also the wood, also the screws, etc., etc. As he finally finished, that day he finished working on this house. He was about to run away. He didn't want anyone to see him. He was a bit embarrassed of what he did because it wasn't the same level of quality he's used to. The contractor saw him, caught him as he left the house and he said, listen, as he tried to run away, listen, listen, I want to tell you one thing, one thing before we leave. And he says, the contractor is saying to the carpenter, it's not, it's not a secret that you were my secret weapon out there. The only reason I succeeded is because your expertise and you're an amazing carpenter and hence I decided that this one house is a present for me to you to show as a token of appreciation to what you have done. The carpenter was in shock. He didn't know what to do. He didn't know if to laugh at himself or cry. How did he, with his own hands, mess up the house he built? He could, this could have been an amazing house worth so much money, but he knows it's dangerous to live in. It's not even the, the materials are, how did he do this? Why am I saying this, Mashal? Because if he appreciated what he was doing, he would be happy. He would be happy. He would do it in the best way possible. Unfortunately, some of us, that's how we live our lives over here. We don't realize that the Torah and mitzvahs that we're doing, that is creating our house in Oilam Abba. And therefore, we should do it happily in the highest of quality. When we do a mitzvah, we should do it with kavana as much as we can, happy. And then we show HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we trust Him when we realize what life is all about and the opportunity He gave us. This, mashal, I always connect with the, what the Nefesh HaChaim, the Chavim Mevelojner says, that it says, The question begs itself, what do you mean? Everyone has a piece in Olam Abba. it says. It should say, But it says, which grammatically speaking doesn't really make sense. It says, everyone has a place to the world to come, it should say, in the world to come. Answers Nefesh HaChaim, Lebchaim Revelajanar says, no, that is exactly the Pshat. Don't think there's a peace out there waiting for you in the eternal world, waiting to see if you're going to deserve it or not. Rather, your actions here are creating and building that house that will be. It's not created yet. It's going to be created with every every mitzvah you do is another stone in the internal world that you're creating for yourself. Yeratzon, that we don't just speak this idea, we don't have it just in our mind, like ve'yadatayom, but also we bring into our hearts, internalize this, ve'ashevoyisa'elavecha, as we say every day, a couple times, three times a day. Yeratzon, that we, ve'yadatayom, ve'ashevoyisa'elavecha, and through that we'll be, we'll reach true eternal simcha. Have a good Shabbos and Ksiva V'chasim Thank you for joining us. This is the Prism of Torah. Visit our website prismoftorah.com where you'll find a full archive of hundreds of past every Torah. Subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review, and don't forget to share with your friends and family. Sponsorship opportunities are available for all of our episodes. Thank you, Yonavefa, for your recording equipment. Produced by Ellie Podcast Productions.